And I shared this with the girls before they got in the water. I said, man, when you come up and out of that water, don't you let anybody put a bunch of shoulds on you. Because we automatically, at times, I believe we want to do that. Not in this barn. <laughs> and the other thing I reminded him of is I said, God made you on purpose. It's your DNA. And so your DNA is not supposed to look like Bibbo's. And that you start to trust the Him in you and how you are to live Him out. You get that, game? That you start trusting the Him in you to learn how to live Him out. And it's going to look different for all of us, but the same result is this huge, ginormous love that the world around us needs. You ever wonder why the disciples said yes? I mean, we're just going to keep the conversation going that we started a few weeks ago, and we started with Mary, and we said, can you imagine being Mary and saying yes? And the thing is, is that sometimes even when we say a no, we're saying yes to God. That there's times that I may have to say no to Lonnie on something that he may want me to be about because he's so excited about it, but it's just not in my DNA. And so I'm trusting God and saying, you know what, man, that's just not my DNA or that's not me, but I'm going to say yes to God. And so over the weeks, we've, we've admitted to ourselves on how we struggle, how we battle saying yes. Especially on those things deep, 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 deep down that we know that we are supposed to be about. And we just put the brakes on. And that is kind of interesting. I mean, here's some of the things that we'll put the brakes on. We read these verses to one another. I mean, we'll quote them. We'll quote these verses. I mean, we just sang it. We said, if God is for us, who can be against us? Right? If God is for us, who can be against us? But we'll go, you know, big tractor trailer tire brakes on it. Lo, Lord, I'm not doing that. We hear Jeremiah say, man, I know the plans I have for you. I have plans to prosper you. Breaks again. Then I see Jesus. I mean, Jesus, He says, in John, He says, and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another advocate. He's, he's saying, I'm going to send Myself in the form of the Holy Spirit to you. And He says right after that, He says, who will never leave you. And yet, if all of us are honest with ourselves, we'll say that we have said these words, God, where are you? And so there's something about us having to go back and remind ourselves, well, wait a minute. He said that He would never leave me. And it's all throughout the book. I mean, He always said, He said, look, I'll never abandon you. I mean, He, he says in Hebrews, He said, don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. Have you ever wondered why we always say that God's been faithful? You ever been in conversations like that? And someone says, God's faithful. He's real faithful. He's a faithful God. What do we mean? When is He not? And so for me, when I even had 
said that in times, I'm thinking, well, then everything must have to look like the way I think it ought to look like. That's me being God. It's not my role. It's His role. If I know that He's always faithful, if I know that He'll never abandon me, if I know that He'll never leave me, then I've got to do some business with myself. And so my role and my goal tonight is to help you teach others out there. Because see, you get it. You're saying yes like crazy. And there's a people out there that are going, why does He keep saying yes? Why does He keep doing that? This guy looks nothing like what he used to look like. Why do people in our midst keep saying yes? And so I go back and I want to bring the disciples back in. Gang, they didn't know this cat, Jesus. And so can you imagine if you're at your workplace and a guy comes up to you and says, uh, Hey, uh, Tracy, uh, I just, I'd like for you to follow me. And then Tracy jumped out of whatever he's doing and says, yes? <laughs> are you kidding? We would all look at him and say, man, what are you smoking? What have you, what have you been doing? What are you thinking? But they did. Why? It's very compelling, isn't it? They're not here to answer that. So I guess for us is that we go, what is it that keeps us at times from saying yes on the very thing that we know that He wants us to do? Fear? They're all, they're all okay, gang. Because they're real. They're, they're applying the brakes. So I want you to just think about that one very next thing that you go, man, I know, God, that you want me to be about that, but I'm just not willing right now. And so in a sense, what we're doing is that we're just raising ourselves over the authority of Christ. We've talked about that before. And that here's Christ's authority, here's my authority, and man, there it is. it's like a barbed wire match in WWF. It's, it's hair versus belt. And yes, I lost the match. My hair's gone. And so we've got this battle going on all the time, and, and so who's going to win? And so do I just kind of dismiss the fact that I say, well, God does lead me. And I don't think anyone in this room believes that. I think maybe at times we may have had that thought. So maybe could it be knowledge? Is it knowledge that people that come into our path that helps them put the brakes on? What do you hear from somebody? Here's the thing. I love this. Look. Oh, books. Y'all like books? Do you like books? Yeah. Who reads them? Some of you lying. I'm just kidding. Y'all aren't liars. But I love books. Look, Living Free in Christ, Neil Anderson, and, and Bondage Breaker, Neil Anderson. Those are good books. I'm telling you, I've read them. Or do you think Jesus set the boys down and said, Hey, fellas, I got a backpack full of books I want you to read? Here's one on compassion. Take a read on that one, John, and tell me what you think about it. And he would just empty his bookcase out. I, I don't know what all's in there. He didn't have them. He didn't have them. And so he's showing them a different way. I want you, if you got your Bible with you, if you got your screen, turn over real quick to 2 Corinthians. I love this one book that just fell out on the ground because you've got folks in your lives, gang. 
It's called Waking the Dead by John Eldridge. It's a good read. And so those folks that are around you that you're going, man, you're shaking their shoulders and going, man, I wish you would just get it. Take time. Take time and find out what's underneath it. Because remember, it's their DNA. Allow them to operate in their DNA. And remember, if they're starting to want to look the way that I think Bibbo ought, the way they ought to look, and I'm playing God with them. Release expectations. Help them live in anticipation. That when they say yes, man, some very cool things are behind it. Let's read this. Because see, the girls just got out of this thing here called the baptismal. Hortensia is about to jump in it. And so what we're telling the world is that there is this different way. Here's what Paul says, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Starting in verse 1. He says, Therefore, since God in His mercy has given us this new way, and what he's talking about, this new way is Jesus. If you had read the chapter before, what Paul is reminding people, he said, every time you bring the law out, Every time you bring out the writings of Moses, every time you bring those tablets out and start whipping people with it, you bring the veil back up. Alright, you remember that when Jesus was on the cross, and when He was crucified, and when He said, Father, I give You My Spirit, He said, it is finished, it is done, the penalty for sin is done with. That ended that. It started a new covenant. And so at that moment, the veil of the temple ripped in two. And so what Paul is reminding us is saying, look, if you bring all that stuff up and out and try to gain your righteousness through by your doing, you're bringing the veil back up and you're missing the mark. It's Christ and Christ alone. It's Christ and Christ alone. It's Christ and Christ alone. It has to be everything about Him. And so now that I get the fact that I get to rest in His righteousness, that cuts me loose. Because I don't have to worry about messing it up. Let's go on. Verse 2, he says, We reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We don't try to trick anyone or distort the Word of God. We tell the truth before God and all who are honest know this. If the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only from people who are perishing. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. And that's not us. Look, one thing, real quick, sidebar. The only authority that Satan can get is the authority that you give him. Satan was defeated at the cross and of the resurrection. Back to the Word. <laughs> they, are, <laughs> they, are, they are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ who is the exact likeness of God. Verse 5, you see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach about Jesus who is Lord. We ourselves are your servants for Christ's sakes. Go down to 7. He says, now, here's this thing. So the girls have come up and out. They said yes. We now have this light shining in our hearts. But we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. 
And so what it says is that it makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. That's the engine. What is the power of Christ in us that will help you say yes to whatever it is that you've been saying no? The first thing I have to do business with is why am I even saying no? Now gang, I'll be the first one to get in the boat and grab an oar and say at times I say no. So let's not pretend that we don't. I have to dissect why I'm saying no to that. Okay? Finish this up here. It says, We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Verse 10, Through suffering our bodies continue to share in the death of Christ so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Here's where I want to help us. How many is getting hunted down? Anytime, most of the time, gang, to be real real with you, anytime there's ever been any hunting going on in my barn, it's been by Bivo. You see, I'll use words to hunt myself down. Dang, Bivo, that was stupid. Idiot. How in the world do you think to do something like that? You'll start beating yourself up. I'm hunting myself. And so Christ is saying, look, I've got this engine for you. I don't see what you see at times. I see nothing but beauty. I see nothing but charm. I see nothing but glory. Because it's me in you. (laughs) It's me in you that I see. And I want you so bad to live out your DNA. So here's how you can help folks that are coming around your circle. You want to help them? There's a lot of people in this, in this place right here that have said yes. And gang, we need help. Well, the harvest is, plenty, uh, harvest is huge. <laughs> it's huge. And the thing is, is I'm finding that in the work, it's really serving Him and what we're doing. So here's what I'd love for us to do. Uh, Mama T, you go ahead and start getting ready. Now, they closed that bathroom back there, so you'll have to go in that room right there, and then we'll get ready. What I want us to do, even as she's getting ready, I want folks like, Renee, raise your hand. All right, this is an example. All right, Renee Chambers, affectionately known as Bling. She has said yes in living life with youth. She had a bunch of yeses before that. Alright? If you think that your heart is driven to a yes in that regard, as we are celebrating Mama T's uh, baptism, I'd love for you to go see Renee. Courtney. Her heart has been drawn to live life with ladies. that are in transition from homelessness to more stable condition. It's beautiful. If your heart is drawn towards that, or if you want to find out what some of her first yeses are, would you come over and ask her, but more importantly, would you pray with her? 
Would you pray with Glenn? Jamie Isabel, raise your hand. Jamie has said yes to China. I'd love for you to get in a section over there where people can come and find out how in the world did you say yes to Jesus, to God, about going to China. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So if your heart has ever even thought about going across the street, see, that might be your first yes. See, I, that's a big jump for some. Maybe i got to start across the hall in my house. To where I show the love of Christ. Jennifer, Mary Catherine, raise your hand. They too are living life with ladies that are coming out of workhouse and helping them establish life. But more importantly, helping them establish the fact that they were made on purpose. That's some of the first things these guys do is that they find out where they are spiritually in their knowledge of who they are in Christ. And that's where they work from and flow from and help them take those next steps and saying, I know you don't want to, but the Him in you will do it. Trust it. Jill, raise your hands. Jill, she's a warrior because she said yes to keeping little bitty guys. Her schedule is blank. Got not name one on it, I don't believe. No, I don't know. But she's got a lot of yeses before that. If your heart would be to help keep the little bitty guys during refuge, would you go see, but more importantly, would you pray with her? Michael, Jordan, raise your hand. If you have a heart for living life with men that are coming out of a workhouse and living in more stable conditions, would you come and see Jordan? And anybody, is there any other guys in here that do the brave, that are in Braveheart? Tracy? Alright. Pop? Alright, now Philip, keep your hand up. Philip leads the charge on Feed America. If you have any desire to help fill a box, to help feed families throughout the different counties in here, would you come and pray over Philip and come ask him why he said yes? I'm still going. I ain't stopping. You see how many yeses are in this barn? Isn't it amazing? I love it. Uh, 5,000. Yeah, yeah. Sean, raise y'all's hand. Allison, there you go. They go feed folks Sunday mornings. Every Sunday morning, they've got a meal for folks waiting on them. Pierce, raise your hand. You go over there. Go ask them why they get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and fix 5,000 eggs. It's not really that many, but it's close to it. <laughs> you want to see something gross, see about 500 boiled eggs in a crock pot? Oh my gosh. I can't handle it. Deb, raise your hand. If you want to learn how to uh, open your home for a community group, you come see Deb. If you've, not, if you've been wanting to open your home and you haven't been, come see Deb. Pray with her. Who? Sully? Say it in line. Yes. Come see Sully. He's living life with boys. What's the age group? 
Okay, 13 to 18. A lot of them have been in and out of jail. A lot of them have been in and out of trouble. They start from the same place everyone else starts with. Who is Jesus to you? Who is Jesus to you? Who is Jesus to you? Who else? Lee? Yes. Thank you. That's why it's the body. Way of hope. Rochelle, raise your hand. Rochelle living life with the same ladies that uh, Courtney is living with. Helping homeless women transition. Come and pray over her. So here in a second, we're going to spread out. Blink. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. We have one that's gone to China. If you want to go to a totally different area of the country, <laughs> of the world, I mean, go see ML. ML, pow pow, raise your hand. Any other save? I can't see behind there. Okay, Caroline. All y'all raise your hand. I had a kid. They're going to Haiti. As a matter of fact, we said not too long ago if there were history books over there, and there are, there'd be a people in Bukharan that would write their names in the book for having drilled water over there for the very first time in their existence. That's worth celebrating. So you see how yeses flow out of the barns? All that can't be done in barns. It's in our homes. It's in communities. It's at work. But the first place has to be me. So here's the thing. as We're about to get Mama T in the water. Where is she? Here's what I want you to know.